Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And today I have my awesome co-host, Jean Adrian. We're going to bring you up to speed on kind of what's been going on and hopefully offer you some some clear ideas about what you can do if you are experiencing some of the same things. I, I'm i going to say that this weekend, this past weekend, because we're just getting into out of the Easter long weekend that, um, yeah, I had some triggers and stuff going on. So let's talk about that. So Jean, you had kind of what you labeled as a dark night of the soul. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I want to call it a mini dark night of the soul. I mean, it wasn't huge. It was only one day. Um, and actually, maybe the week after it happened, this was three Sundays ago. The week after it happened, I was on Facebook. And I like I like to follow the work of Lee Harris. Um, he does energy updates periodically. And I just like his English accent. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to him all day long. Um, and he was talking about that a lot of people are going through many dark nights of the soul. And I went, ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, I can relate to that. Um, so what happened was I woke up on a Sunday morning. It was a fine, lovely, beautiful weather, springtime Sunday morning. No reason to go into a funk, but yet I did. And as the morning wore on, um, actually, you know, the first thing I do when I get up every morning is I make myself a latte and, you know, that sort of jumpstart my morning. Well, I got up that morning and I didn't, I walked the dog, I took my thyroid medicine, I went back to bed and I didn't get out of bed until noon. And I never do that. I mean, I'm usually up at seven and I'm going strong. Lori's been on a cruise with me. She knows. <laughs> um, and when I got up, I was in a worse place than I was when I went to bed and I was realizing that it's like I I don't know who I am anymore and I don't know where I fit. That was the word that kept coming up uh, was that I didn't fit anywhere anymore. I didn't fit in the town that I live in. I didn't fit with the people here that I thought were my friends. I didn't fit anywhere. And I went on with that, you know, sinking lower and lower. And about four o'clock that afternoon, I picked up the phone. I was getting ready to call a real estate agent and put my home on the market because I didn't fit here anymore. There was no reason for me to be here. I was going to sell my house and go somewhere else until I realized how stupid that would have been. Um, you know, wherever you go, there you are. And um, I, I, this went on until about six o'clock that night. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, you've got to interspeak. Uh, you might want to do a session on this. <laughs> 
And um, and the session was a very deep one. It's probably the deepest one I've done maybe ever, but certainly in a long time. Um, and it related to letting go of the old karmic template, this old um, commitment to recycle oneself over and over and over again and carry the karma, unresolved karma, you know, with you um, as you do it. Um, because that's just a belief system, you know. Right. Um, and it doesn't serve us. Right. And is it, you know, and so I did a lot of clearing to release old vows and contracts and all that kind of stuff around that. And almost immediately started feeling better, kind of looked back on the day going, what? <laughs> Why did I go there? Um, you know, and I had a fantastic week after that, you know, uh, Monday morning got up, you know, a lot of clients, a lot of orders, you know, everything was wonderful. Uh, everything was flowing smoothly. And come around to the next Sunday, um, which was two Sundays ago. And I woke up in the morning and show enough, that same feeling was there. And I just, you know, I got up, I made my latte and I'm kind of doing some spiritual, my spiritual morning stuff, sitting on the deck, enjoying um, the birds and the trees and the flowers and that. And I felt myself being pulled. It was like a vortex pulling me into the hole. And, um, I, I said, no, stop it. You know, it's like, um, Bob Newhart, just stop it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to succumb to this. I'm the creator of my reality. I don't have to do this. I can, I, I can create what I want. And so I pulled out my paints. I hadn't painted in almost a year. I had a half finished painting in my guest room that had been sitting there on an easel, you know, for months and months. I pulled it out. I finished it. And I started doing some different type of work by um, uh, I started another canvas where I, you know, put some essential oils and herbs and sea salt and stuff in um, some compound on the canvas first. And then I started painting with the energy of the oils and the and the herbs and all that kind of stuff. And that was fun. And I finished that piece. That was the heart, right? That was the heart. Yeah. And so by the end of the day, you know, I, I created a lovely meal in my crock pot. So I was cooking and, you know, I had fresh food, um, actually with cabbage. I made a soup that had cabbage out of my garden. It was cabbage that I'd planted two years ago. And finally, two years later, it made a head that, you know, that I could actually cut it and cook it. <laughs> so, okay, there was that. Um, yeah, so it was a great day, great week, and so then that brings us to yesterday, and I woke up yesterday, and that thing was there, whatever that thing is, um, which tells me I haven't really resolved it all, and um, I refuse to succumb to that one either. I just did positive stuff all day long, um, you know, listened to positive music, read some really inspiring literature, um, put out a newsletter. I just, you know, I just kept plugging through it. Um, and uh, what I, I guess I've realized through the meditation and through all the processes that I've done is that I feel like I'm straddling two worlds. I have this old world where my left foot is um, that's crumbling and falling away, and it feels very unsafe. And then I have this new reality where my right foot is, um, but I haven't been able to fully shift my weight into that new reality. So part of me is on that uh, unsteady reality, you know, and then the other foot is kind of there, but it's not 
fully, I'm not fully over it, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I'm not balanced. Right. Um, and I think that a lot of people are dealing with this. I think that the energy as light comes onto this planet and, you know, and, and all these planets that are in retrograde are, call, are really calling us to um, just really dredge up anything you haven't let go of that's not serving you and throw it out there. And you can speak to that, you know, but I think that um, there's just we're really being pushed and prodded to take the high road and to move into a higher vibration and to move into a new reality that is maybe the reality of heaven on earth. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But some of my friends have been telling me about this guy an before author. you get there can can we just chat about something because i yeah. It, yeah as you were talking i wanted to talk about okay so the question i would ask you is what does sunday represent to you mm. okay all right thank you so you're opening another door for me and i have chills all over this one Lori. yeah um growing up uh Sunday was the day we went to church mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I was raised in a pretty fundamentalist Christian family and my daddy, even though he wasn't spiritual and he really wasn't involved in that aspect of right. it. Um, you know, he just, we just had to go to church. We had to go to Sunday school and church every Sunday. And it, the only way you could not go, you basically had to have a doctor's note saying you were really <laughs> sick, um, you know, um, in order to not have to go. And I hated it. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I fit there. Ah. Yeah. And um, so, and, and I felt like I wasn't getting the full story from a very young age. I was asking what people consider to be too many questions. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a priest in the Episcopal church as, you know, once I was in adulthood, um, asked me not to come back to his Sunday school class because I asked too many questions. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. And so I had all of this dogma that I was raised in about that you have to be really good and you've got to work hard and um, in order to get to heaven. And so I really tried to work my way into heaven. I mean, I, I took on responsibility and roles in different church organizations um, and I was always busy and I was always involved and blah, blah, blah. Um, really trying to, you know, if I, if I do this much more and if I do that much more, then I'll be saved. Mm. And, uh, you know, and I finally realized the, the illusion of that, you know, some years back. But even then, uh, I got involved with a, a unity church here in Blairsville. And before I knew it, I was singing in the choir. I was on the board of trustees. I was basically trying to save that church single-handedly. Yeah. And you you know the story on I that. Do. Mm -hmm. uh, and what I think now that you're telling me this and and helping me to analyze this on the air, I think what brought all this up was that the night before the first one I went to a 60th birthday party of one of the guys from that church. And there were an awful lot of people. I mean, everybody that was at this party, with the exception of their immediate family, um, was from that church. And I hadn't really been going to church. I hadn't seen these people. And so I kind of got immersed back into that reality. Yes. 
Hmm. And I'm sitting there watching what's going on around me. And I realize that all these people are whining individually. They're whining about something. They're like, Oh, this is rare. Oh, that is so rare. You know, and it was just whine, whine, whine out of every, if I, you know, I was trying to circulate around the room and say hello to people I hadn't seen in a long time. And right after the hellos got out of the people's mouth, some, the other person would start whining. <laughs> and I finally left. Mm-hmm. I didn't even stay for him to open his gifts because mm-hmm. I just had enough. And I think that's really where it all got started. But so. it had to do with all the, the church stuff. And um, yeah, thank you, Lori. Yeah, no, I, I picked that up pretty strongly that you, because you kept saying it was Sunday. I'm like, okay, come yeah. on. <laughs> Something's going yeah, on. All the rest Sunday. of the week was just great. Right. Right. You know? And now it, it's funny because I've got some friends here in Blairsville who are going through some of this dark night of the soul stuff. Now, theirs is not necessarily only on Sunday. Right. You know, um, one person um, has just, uh, this person said all they wanted to do for the last three days was cry. Oh. And, you know, but that very well could be. Because, you know, Friday, the last three days would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, Friday was Good Friday. Mm -hmm. And in the Christian tradition was the crucifixion of the Christ himself. Right. You know? Um, So, yeah, I haven't talked to this person to see if they're doing better today now that the resurrection has taken place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but but yeah. yeah. Uh, So I think there's a lot of metaphor there. Right. 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 No, I think it affects a lot of people. And if you do have, you know, these strong connections with church and it has affected you, like you said, I mean, you brought up the exact words of, you know, not feeling like you fit in. And that's kind of what your dark night of your many dark nights are been about feeling Mm -hmm. like you're not fitting in. So it's all very, very related. And Easter, I mean, this is a good time for rebirth. This is this is a really good time to, you know, let go and shift all of that stuff. Um, Yep, because that's what this is all about. So yeah. Okay, so now go to the author that you uh, Okay, so I've got two friends who have both been telling me separately about this author by the name of Paul Selig. And he's written several books. I am the word is one. The book of mastery is another. Um, But the book that I resonated with and that I ordered and bought is called the book of knowing and worth. And I've only just read the introduction. You know, I'm only just getting started in this because I can tell that this is going to be one that I'm going to want to ponder deeply each chapter. So my goal is to do a chapter each day until I complete it. Well, it may take me longer. I don't know. Um, but the reason why I bought it was because one of my friends um, sent me a quote out of the book. And it's repeated throughout this book. Um, the book is a channel text. And the people that this man is channeling are trying to help us, whoever reads the book or anyone, to really understand, you know, how how powerful we are, the gifts that we have, our own divinity, that kind of thing. Um, and so here's the quote that piqued my interest enough that I actually bought the book. I sing my song in worth. I see my destiny before me. I see the kingdom as it is made manifest in my expression. 
and I witness the world before me in transformation. I call myself to my new name. I know who I am. I know what I am. I know how I serve. And I sing the song to my fellows as I perceive their face. I know who you are. We're of the same frequency. I know what you are. We're of the same flesh. I know how you serve as you express yourself in your beauty, in your choice to be seen. As I am your witness, I know who you are as word. I am word through the ones I see before me. Which is, I think, really profound. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you interpret all of that? Like, where do, where do, where do you, where do you, where did you feel the resonance? Um, so I guess to relate it to my dark night of the soul, um, where, where I fit in is by knowing who I am. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks I am. Mm, definitely. I got to know it. I got to own it. And I have to just be. And then I, in turn, can honor everybody else that I come into contact with by reminding them that I know who they are. Because we're all the same. Right. And I know how they serve because I can see it through how they're expressing themselves in their world and their beauty and, and how they choose for me to see them because I'm witnessing for everyone that I come into contact with. Mm. Yeah, that's and powerful. That was beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So who knows what I'll come up with with the rest of the chapters in this book. <laughs> Yeah, I'm stay tuned, you. people. Once a month, I'll give you a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of thinking I'd like to uh, find out how to get them on the show. Um, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there seems York City, to be. I know that there seems to be a lot of teachers coming out that really are starting to resonate with, you know, similar, similar themes, similar undercurrent similar you know states of being i'm i'm really liking um some of the things that are coming out yeah absolutely and i think that um you know one of the things that sort of pushed me into this three-week evaluation because i'm tired of calling it dark night of the soul i'm going to sure. call it evaluation time now <laughs> um was that i read some channeled material from a woman by the name of lauren gorgo um, and it was talking about, um, it really was talking about this letting go of the old karmic template and stepping into our light body template. Um, you know, and so that she was the one who was showing me this dichotomy that I'm bridging, um, but hadn't really gotten there yet. Uh, and, and, and her, it was an 11 page report and I was able to read maybe two or three pages of it at a time. And then I'd have to put it down. In fact, sometimes I actually had to go to bed and sleep on it. Um, and then the next day, pick it up and read three or four more pages. I finally was able to get through it. At this point, I probably read it six times. And um, each time I pick up something else energetically from it. So she was one. And then uh, Alea Dow has been talking about the new energy that's coming on. The, she calls it the quickening that's actually beginning today uh -huh. um, on the planet. Um, and, um, you know, that whatever direction we're pointed, the energy is going to keep pushing us in that direction. So if you're 
pointed into a downhill spiral, well, the energy is going to support you in that mm-hmm. until you choose to climb out of it. If you're pointed into a positive, you know, uh, new direction, uh, whatever you want to make manifest in your life, the energy is going to support you in that too and really fast. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I mean, I'm going to be interviewing the Hallnex, which is remembering the light within tomorrow. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it because their book, I, I swear, if I could have written a book about, you know, remembering our own light, that this would have been the book I wrote. Like, it's really profoundly perfect. Um, so I'm I, I'm just really excited about some of the new stuff that's coming out that's really you know, in alignment with, you know, all the things that we talk about and who we are. And it's just, it's been, there's been some pretty powerful stuff. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about that because I think there's a lot of things changing. Now I do know that, you know, with regards to what's been going on in the sky, you know, there's been, you know, there's been some heavy energy. And so uh, three Sundays ago, we're looking at, you know, several well we were we definitely have had venus in retrograde now it just went out of retrograde on saturday so we can still be feeling the effects usually the i mean venus is an inner planet so we've been feeling the effects and certainly venus represents um women's women and a lot of depression around it but it also represents money and it you know there's a lot of stuff that venus represents and so as Venus starts to come back into full power, we'll start to feel a lot better. But that can, you know, that definitely leads to depression. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, because it's been retrograde for so long, it was almost six weeks, we feel that, um, you know, all the things that we wanted to change, you know, really just never happened because Venus kind of holds us in a pattern, especially you know, aesthetically and us wanting to feel good about ourselves and, you know, anything about love and empowerment, all of that stuff has kind of been sticky. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's Venus uh-huh. because she's been retrograde. And so it's, it's just interesting. Like that's, that dynamic has definitely been there. And then she went into, she went back into the sign of Pisces, which, um, you know, is all, well, that would have affected you. Um, And it was all about, you know, just that more dreamy, emotional stuff. It's really funny. I had a dream about you last night. And when I woke up, I went, wow, that was really interesting. Because you, you chopped off all your hair and looked phenomenal. (laughs) It was, it was just one of those things. And then I, I remember going, but what happened to your scar? And then your scar sort of showed up, but it, it disappeared again and blended back in. So there was no, cause it was really short. It was like, wow, Gene, this is like a major change. So to me, that represents some major change happening to you that you're just going to feel like phenomenal. Cause you really, you looked incredible. Everybody was like, all like, whoa, Gene. <laughs> Wow. Uh-huh. And it was some workshop we were doing together, but it was just, it was really interesting because everybody's like, wow, look, Gene changed everything. So I was like, whoa. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. So I know that a lot of things are changing for you, but it's like now that Venus has finally gone direct, she's not quite into back into Aries again, but she, um, 
So so it'll move pretty quickly once it happens. But it's just, you know, some of that energy is still very powerful. So um, yesterday was just one day out of it. So just, you know, just be gentle for the next few days. Now, on the other hand, we had a few more planets go into retrograde. So, <laughs> and that's, that's where it feels, you know, kind of messy, where we already had um, Venus and um, Saturn went retrograde on the 6th, and then Mercury went retrograde on the 9th. Um, and Jupiter has been retrograde for a while now. So it's like, now it's just the one inner planet, which is Mercury, but it just, again, Venus just went direct. So just, just be really gentle with yourself. Mercury will go direct again, of course. Um, I think it's sometime next month, but you know, we, we just, you know, Mercury is the one with communication. So if your communication feels a little sticky, just know that that's what that is. Um, and just be a little bit gentler with yourself. I mean, that's, that seems to be the theme that comes up over and over and over again of what I've been reading and seeing is that, you know, we just love yourself anyway. We're human. We're, we're here. We're, we're here to grow and evolve towards love, but our examples and, you know, our previous history has not allowed that to be even close to understanding um, so the self-love, the gentleness, you know, just really be gentle. And especially when we have, you know, a lot of retrograde stuff going on, you know, just really, really, really be gentle. Um, Jupiter will be going direct again in June. So um, once we hit June, we're going to feel pretty good. Saturn will be in retrograde until August 25th. But Saturn, you really only feel Saturn like the week, the couple weeks as it goes retrograde and the couple weeks once it goes direct again. So we won't really feel Saturn's pull until, you know, the mid August to, you know, just beginning of September. So we'll feel pretty good once, once we get out of, you know, the shadows and stuff of Mercury, we'll feel pretty good end of May, uh, beginning of June. So just, again, just be gentle, but like I said, the message that seems to be going around is love yourself anyway. We are so hard on ourselves. We judge ourselves so difficultly. Like that's the one place, you know, this whole bit about judgment. I, I don't know if you saw the movie The Shack. Did you see? Have you I seen did. It? I you know, did. It's kind of a powerful movie. And of course, you know, there's a lot of religious undertones, even though most of the um, religions have kind of said, don't go see it, <laughs> mm. which is kind of funny. But, you know, the, the one thing that I liked about it is, you know, we, you know, the whole, it really brought in the judgment thing, like to yeah. a whole new level of how we judge others and how, you know, how we judge ourselves. I, I, I throw that one in because I think we're probably the hardest on ourselves, even though we probably don't realize how much we judge other people. <laughs> But we are really hard on ourselves. Um, and what I loved about that movie is it really brought home the judgment part. Like it really, it really heavily allowed you to look at, 
you know, the choices we make, but the fact that we judge so harshly and when, you know, when the Papa figure, you know, was asked about, you know, how, why certain things happen and why, you know, why, 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 why God wasn't able to stop certain things. Now, we didn't get into a lot about free will, but it did certainly say, you know, the one thing I loved was when he was in the cave and being asked to choose, you know, showing pictures of a young boy and, you know, then finding out that that young boy was actually his father and how his life really was how it impacted how he became, this is not now, now sounding too confusing, but, you know, he judged his father so harshly um, and he was able to sort of shift that to see that, you know, this wounded child was who grew up to be his father, that he, you know, made bad choices. But this is the thing. We always make the choice that we think is the most loving choice we can make. And it doesn't mean it's the most loving choice we can make to someone else, but it is the most loving choice we can make to ourselves. And so it's an interesting, it was just a lot of stuff going around that a lot of major teachings coming out that can really assist us. So this whole bit about loving ourselves and being gentle with ourselves, just remember we're human. And, you know, we haven't had role models in the past. And we're really, we're really, you know, making new pathways. And we're, it's starting with us. It's starting with this time where we're creating all sorts of new things. So be gentle because we're going to, we're going to, I'm not going to even say fail, but we are going to make mistakes because mistakes are how we grow, especially currently. It's still the way we grow. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. So be gentle with yourself. Let, let things sort of unfold. Try not to control everything and be aware when, excuse me, when you're judging and doing all that stuff. And I think that will assist us. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Pluto's also going um, retrograde. So <laughs> we got a lot yeah. of things going retrograde. Um, that's not until the 20th. Oh, wait, that's this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, whatever. So we got a lot of stuff in retrograde. And of course, Pluto's all about, you know, it's the transformer planet. It it seems to be a little bit less transforming uh, of the personal because it's such an outer planet, but it does transform us personally as well. So depending on where Pluto is in your chart, um, it will transform different parts, but it definitely is transforming on a bigger picture. Oh, yeah. Um, and so is Saturn. Saturn is definitely, you know, making some big changes um, this year before it moves from um, Saturn to... Oh, Capricorn. Okay. So anyway, because once it moves to Capricorn, well, then it's all about the big business. But in, in, in so that's that'd be interesting to see what happens because, um, right now it's all about the truth, and the truth is definitely coming out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm hmm. And usually there's corrections during this time, but maybe it's because maybe it's not so much that it's in. Um, Sagittarius is because it's moving into Capricorn where 
some of the changes have to be made before it starts looking at all the big business type scenarios. So the bigger um, business world, which is kind of what Capricorn's all about. But okay, so but well, it's yeah. interesting that you said that because that um, that brought up something that happened to me just a few moments ago before we got on the air, um, before we started recording this, and I had to take uh, I got a, an order from my um, publish publicist, uh, the, the distribution company that distribute distributes my cards, mm-hmm. got a large order for Interspeak cards. Nice. And, um, so I had to, I had a, I had an old, uh, large, ex- large priority mailbox. So I was able to cram all these cards into that so I could send them for a flat fee. Well, this is a box that I had actually bought the stamps for, um, it's $18 and some odd cents to send a large priority mailbox anywhere in the U.S. Um, and it gets here in three days. And it's a flat rate. You, no matter if you're like sending lead in the box, you still ship it for eighteen seventy five. It doesn't go by weight. So I had taken, um, when I went down for my surgery in January to Atlanta, there was a tailor down there that I used to use, um, and she had done such a great job for me, and I had a bunch of clothes that needed to be taken up. So I took all the clothes to her, and I took this box, and I bought the stamps so that she wouldn't have to pay to send it. You know, it was all, all she had to do was tape it up, and it had my address on it, both in the return address and the send to address. So... That was, that was my brilliant brainstorm, you know? <laughs> and so she sent it back to me. Well, guess what? I didn't realize it until this morning that they never postmarked those stamps. Oh. So there was $18.75, I guess it was, in stamps that potentially I could have used again. Oh. And just shipped all of this stuff to New Leaf without having to pay anything for it. <laughs> could I do that? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I, it was really? like, don't you even think about it, Jean. Really? And Yeah, I'm serious. And so I went to the post office and I had the box all taped up and addressed and ready to go to leave it off. And I did that just, you know, got back home just in time to get on the air with you. <laughs> and I went up to the lady at the thing and I said, well, you know, I have to tell you, I think I'm a lot like George Washington and I cannot tell you a lie. These stamps that are on here have been used, but they're not postmarked. So I need to pay you. And the whole time I'm doing that, I'm going, Gene, you fool. (laughs) $18.75. You could have had a nice dinner on that, you know, but I couldn't do it. So that could be some of that Saturn energy that you're just talking about. Mm. Hmm. And some other thing about your fears around that, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Hmm. Well, okay. So I think, I think I feel like this has been a good show talking about, you know, the different things. And I think, you know, we'll play with that some more, but I, I think honestly that this kind of makes a nice completion to what we've been talking about. Um, I liked the energy around this, I liked, um, you know, the sharing obviously always helps. Um, but yeah, my, my situation was just, you know, Easter and family and, you know, getting triggered. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then saying, okay, wait a minute, just be gentle to yourself. Cause mm-hmm. 
you know, because I think that's the thing that kind of gets us. I haven't had, you know, I've gone through certain things and, you know, I keep looking at sabotage and I keep looking at different things that I keep, you know, entertaining in my own life. But, um, yeah, whether that's my mini dark soul, I don't, dark night, I don't know. I liked, how did you, how did you refer to it? Your, you've you've changed it from mini dark soul to what? I don't remember now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was brilliant. (laughs) Oh, reinventing myself, reinventing myself. Yeah. Okay, well... (laughs) I should have written it down, huh? I, I, I'll I'll go through and I'll I'll let you know what you said. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> it was kind of channel when that happened. <laughs> I think it was something. Uh, it had something to do with reviewing it, but it was more. It was better. It was better said. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like where we're at. So. Uh, I think this will be our show. You've been listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Now, also, we have a show. I, I guess, are we going to stick with two? Yeah, the first and third until you decide you want to do it with me every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. And that is at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, go to our Facebook. We post. Well, the phone number is always the same. So do you have the phone number? Uh, I, yes, I can give you the phone number very quickly. Uh, <laughs> bear with me mm-hmm. because I don't remember it off the top of my no, head. No, of course not. But uh, it would be 657-383-1895. And again? 657-383-1895. Now you can just call that number every Monday to get um, mm-hmm. interspeak clearings from Jean and you can just listen on the line if you don't want to ask a question or every week um, there will be a new webcast where you can just if you don't want to be on the phone and you want to listen on your computer you can you can click that link to um, get the webcast but that number if you call it um, you can always hear the show. So yeah, um, starting yeah. at three o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. And it's an hour. And so for right now, the first and the third, um, we, I'll be offering readings and Jean will do clearings. So that's kind of exciting because we're back into our old format. Plus we are offering for everybody who um, is interested a half hour with the two of us. So it'll be a little bit more in depth, definitely more Uh, personal that you can get, you know, really um, clear guidance. Um, It's only $75 for the two of us. And we love doing that double team. So uh, take advantage of that because it's, it's, it's a great deal. And yeah, so that's, that's where we're at. Okay. (laughs) Very good. Very good. All right. So you've been listening to News for the Heart and we've been getting to the heart of it of what matters and we'll be back well we'll be back on oh may 1st yay (laughs) (laughs) take care and thank you gene all right thank you have a question for Lori and want to be on the next news from the heart show drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.